Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome, book club. Woohoo! This is a good week, you guys. We talk the in and outs, all the things. All the spoilers, aware. So if you have not read, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou, and you don't want it to be ruined. Yes. Right now is the time to pause. Pause. Go read it. Come back. Come back when you're ready for us. If you just want to hear details Mm -hmm. about it without reading it, this is your place. Continue listening. We will tell you all the things. Perfect. Yes. Before we get to that, we need to announce December's book club pick. Let's do it. We have searched and searched and agonized over what book to choose. I don't know why we made this such a hard decision. We but we really did. did. We really wanted the perfect Christmas book. Yeah. Which in There's years past, we books. haven't picked a Christmas book. Last True. year was Under the Whispering Door, which kind of had a Christmas Carol, modern Christmas Carol vibe to it. Yes. I was hoping for something like that again. Yeah. Um, we, But what I think what we found <laughs> will be good. It I, will be fun. Yeah. It'll be a fun Christmas read. Yes. So... With that being said. So the book we chose is Seven Days of Us by Francesca Hornick. Yay. Okay. Here's the synopsis. Okay. Okay. It's Christmas. And for the first time in years, the entire Birch family will be under one roof. Even Emma and Andrew's elder daughter, who is usually off saving the world, will be joining them at Wayfield Hall, their aging country estate. But Olivia, a doctor, is only coming home because she has to. Having just returned from treating an epidemic abroad, she's been told she must stay in quarantine for a week. And so, t- and so too, should her family. For the next seven days, the Birches are locked down, cut off from the rest of humanity, and even decent Wi-Fi, and forced into each other's orbits. Younger, unabashedly frivolous daughter Phoebe is fixated on her upcoming wedding, while Olivia deals with the culture shock of being immersed in first world problems. As Andrew sequesters himself in his study, writing scathing restaurant reviews and remembering his glory days as a war correspondent, Emma hides a secret that will turn the whole family upside down. In close proximity, not much can stay hidden for long, and as revelations and long-held tensions come to light, nothing is more shocking than the unexpected guest who's about to arrive. This so interesting that this is like pandemic-ish, seems like, but this was written in 2017. So... Pre-experience, real-life experience. And we've experienced this now, so it'll be interesting to read. This gives me vibes. Yeah, this gives me vibes of the movie um, The Family Stone. I don't think I've seen it. Have you seen it? It has a lot of fun characters, like Sarah Jessica Parker is in it, the guy from My Best Friend's Wedding. I can never remember his name. Adam Sandler? No, My Best Friend's Wedding. (laughs) Oh. With... uh, (laughs) I don't know his name. I can never remember his name, but I really like him. With Cameron Diaz? Let me throw out that I know something. Julie Roberts is also in that one, but I don't know the man's name because he's not important. But I can see his face. But yes, so fun. I like it. This is a a movie that I love. Okay. And I watch it every Christmas like four or five times. Anyway, it gives me vibes of that movie, which I think is hilarious and heartwarming and funny. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm hopeful. Awesome. I'm hopeful. 
I right now I'm still my brain's still circling that you watch it four or five times a year. Really? At I Christmas time. I do not rewatch movies. I do oh not. Oh my gosh, I have movies that I will watch really? over and over. Not like all movies. I can't do that with every movie, but like The Family Stone is one of them, The Holiday. I love The Holiday. Also Cameron Diaz. I like that movie. I've um, seen it once. Dan in Real Life. I love Dan in Real Life. Seen it once. <laughs> right? I love it. I could watch that one so many times. I could probably repeat all the words. Um I watch Little what? Women. Over and over, Pride and Prejudice, the new one. Mm-hmm. Love it. Anyway, these are yeah. movies that I keep on hand. We have like a place that we go. Anyway, long story. We go. We have a little house in Bear Lake, and I will sit there in the peace and quiet and rewatch my favorite Your movies. Your favorite movies. Yeah. Fun. It happens there. Okay. Anyway, yay. All right. So that is to look forward to for December. But today, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. Yes, so excited to talk about it. Where we go. I mean, there we go. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk. Let's talk I Know Why the Cageberg Scenes. Let's do it. What did you think? First off, what was your overall impression? First off, not at all what I thought it would be. No. Agreed. I agree. At all. I totally agree. So even the format was very different than what I thought it would be. Um, I liked it. I thought it was really good, but it was very hard. Yeah, um, sad. Lots of sadness. Yes. Um, but I liked that it was like, this is our, This is my life. It's written as, I think, kind of the perspective as a child sees things very blunt-like. Like, this yeah. is, there's no sugarcoating. This is how it is. This is how I did it. This is what growing up was like for me. Yeah. Also, can I just say... I understand now that uh, this being the first Maya Angelou writing I've ever read, mm-hmm. how, why she is so like acclaimed. Yes. Like she, the way she describes things. Very true. It's like, beautiful. When I say like no sugarcoating, not that it's simplistic, but it's no. beautifully simplistic. Yeah. Like no. it's not. She, it's, she describes just, things that are very much like, age appropriate for her age in the the book yeah so like the things that she's describing are absolutely like she but she just puts it in a way yeah that is so well done like i would never think of describing things the way that she describes them and it's perfectly done like i'm like yep 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 she definitely has a way with words i thought that was amazing what i loved was what i know of maya angelou is fantastic quotes yes me too hands down my favorite person to use as a quote yep lots of great quotes and then i read this and she used the word fart (laughs) like she uses (laughs) like i have had her on a pedestal of not that she doesn't deserve to be on a pedestal absolutely but she can come down and say the word fart in a book yeah because that's what she yeah. explained something the way he i don't remember what it was but i, I was like did she just say fart yeah she yes, sure she did. did just say fart so like she sure did it's just her life it was real this is her real when life you, yeah when i read these experience the experiences that she had it put so much more depth into this person that i Mm-hmm. quote all the time <laughs> that i yes. had no idea right. i mean let's just say a few of the things she was raped which mm-hmm. is so awful it's so awful awful and when she describes that and experience like, oh. it was like the most 
um, like Innocent. relatable. Yeah. And like she admits to some feelings that I think it would be really hard to talk to. Like how when he very first cuddles her and um, kind of takes advantage of her, she liked being loved, held, held. and yeah. valued. Yeah. She took it as like, like it, it felt good then, because who doesn't love a hug? Yeah. And she, she didn't know what he was to doing. That. She wanted, yeah, she wanted to be held again. Just yeah. to be appreciated and seen and cared for. I just thought that was so real. And mm. like the fear that she had that she was going to, like her brother was going to be murdered or that something was going to, because now she's bad. Right. Right. And the things that are going to happen to her because she's bad now. And we we know modernly now that um, sexual assault is usually done by somebody you know. Yeah. And this was back in the time at this era, that A, were you believed as a child? No, like, don't, why right. would you talk like that? Yeah. Don't An ever adult say that again. going to have. Yeah. Yeah. And so, very. Ugh. Well, and she's kind of on like loose standing with her mother, right? Yeah. Like, she's living with her mother at the time. She's. Mom's really involved in something else. Yeah. Like, she's, not. Yeah. She's not always around. And it's. I think she wanted to please her mother and, you know, all those kinds of things. To be accepted and yeah, yeah living with mom. And then when she describes um, how bad she hurt afterwards, oh. I mean, not, I can't, I can't even imagine being a child and going through that, but her description of that was Well, well it made so me feel like vivid. I was feeling it yes. with her. That's what I mean. Like yeah. her. She does such like a, it's so, it makes everything very relatable. Right. And so then she gets shipped back to grandma. Mm -hmm. Like, because grandma's doing her best, but grandma's like, oh, you need to be with your mom. Right. And And then she goes back back to grandma. grandma, And then grandma ships her out to dad. Right. Back to the rape, though. When mom did find out. The fact that she was taken to a hospital. Oh my gosh. She, it was taken serious. I loved that. I actually was surprised for a black girl to have been cared for after something like that and not just have it brushed under the rug like yep. they it was handled in the best way it could the have other thing that was handled. shocking so she had to go on the stand to speak against him yeah oh can With i just right in the room like the 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 gratitude i felt that the laws have changed absolutely on that regard yes and she had to sit there and describe what happened she's a child Yes. And she didn't choose any of this. And then at the very, like at the end of that, when she just says, what does she say when they ask her the question and she lies? About whether it's happened before. Before that, yeah. And she's just like, nope. Yep. And just lies. Because she can't, I mean, Cal, what she is she supposed want, to do? Right. Yeah, she doesn't that, want to, to me, be known as a girl Listening to who, her talk about that in trial i was mm-hmm. like this is so wrong on right. so many levels how could the people girl. in that courtroom sit there and feel like yep this is the right thing to do right right it was awful it was awful and yet i'm so proud of like, her for doing it yeah to actually oh yeah and when she said oh, that, that he was, was released the same day even though he was charged with 10 days but his lawyer got him out i was right. like Right? Are you kidding me? There are so okay. many wrong things. But do you read between the lines I there totally that something between, happened to she him? Talked a lot about her mother's brothers and how violent they were. Well, even was it mother or grandma that took her to the dentist that owed her a favor? Grandma. Grandma. 
Okay. They grandma is held high in like she yes. people owe her favors. They owe her money. They owe her She's money. loaning people money. Yes. I think definitely grandma had something to do with him disappearing. Yeah. Grandma or mom or brothers. Yep. He, there was certainly yeah, people were upset. I think something there. happened there. I totally agree with you. And speaking of going to the dentist, I <sighs> loved this so oh much. Oh my gosh. So my favorite part about that story yeah. was when she is describing to Bailey when they get home what her mom did when yes. she went in and yes. she was like, she told him. That he had to leave right now and he couldn't practice here. And he was like, okay, whatever you say, ma'am, whatever you say. And she could ne- he could never practice dentistry right. again. Yeah. I mean, that was my favorite thing I loved thing in it the world. too. Like, what a moment of example, like, to stand up. And I thought, to I this seriously white was like, person. did not occur to me that she didn't go in there with the grandma. No, she, yes, yeah, grandma so was like, you stay out here. She's imagining just, what, what was she being said. said. And then yeah. to hear what actually happened, which yeah. was totally demeaning and mm-hmm. ridiculous. You want to slap that man. Right, right. But I loved her story But wasn't better. she overhearing? Like, did she hear any of well, it? Or you, you really hear... think it was made up? No, well, that part was made up because then grandma. Because grandma told her version. Yeah, at the dinner yeah. table, which was he gave her ten dollars. She she did get something out of him, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's like the money has to been paid, and she's like, well, now you pay me interest, which right. was not because I didn't question you at all when you came and asked. Yeah, and the fact that he just blatantly review refused to treat a child of color. He wouldn't stick his hand in her mouth. I have ah. I cannot. It is it's it just, is mind blowing. You hear all these stories of uh, racism. racism and it just blows my mind that people are so cruel. For real. I just can't imagine. And it's don't so, want to. It's and so I awful. don't want to believe it ever happened. I know we did you like ugh. It's just yeah. They they had to and then they had to take a bus. They walked all the way there. They're walking everywhere. Seriously. And she's in so much pain. So she was able to get the talcum powder with the money, which oh, yeah, numbed which her mouth, thank heavens, it. and then was able to go and get the treatment she needed. But ugh. a black doctor had to go to a totally different city to have it taken care of. It makes me just mad. Oh. And I know that it's important that we know this. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And at the same time, I don't want to know it. Exactly. Yeah. So there were a lot of things. I When she goes back, I just wanted her dad to be better. Oh, he was a scum. Like takes her to Mexico so he can sleep around, number one, get drunk. And forget her? Number two. Like, and she tries, tries to drive him home that he totally like dismisses. Yeah. Like, oh, forget that I She's was drunk in the backseat. Forget that I was in another room with another lady, even though I'm engaged to someone else at home. Like, there was a lot that I was just, like, so disappointed. And yeah. you kind of understand. Like, they get home, and his his fiance does not like Maya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is me, you know, and you get it. Because she can't blame the, the fiance. She yeah. can't blame her fiance. She's got to put her anger somewhere, somewhere. and she can't put it there. Right. It's hard. It's ugly. Why did it? Why did they go back with mom? Why didn't they just stay with grandma? Because grandma said she was getting old and, and she, she couldn't really take care of them, and a child needs to be with, their, with parents. their parents. That's kind of what she said. She did end up going back to her. Yeah. Even though 
that was oh. the original plan. Right. So, time in California, though. Not good. Yeah. Where did they live otherwise? Where was Grandma? Um, Alabama. Al- that, I thought it was. Arkansas. In the south. That was a long way away from California. Totally. When they talked about how they had to go about getting tickets for the train, like they couldn't really plan. They had to bribe someone who worked for the train because black people couldn't ride the train. I didn't quite understand that. So they had to bribe and I couldn't quite, was it because black people weren't allowed to ride the train or you had to get a certain car so it was harder to find tickets or tickets were expensive and they were trying to get a deal through grandma's connections. Yeah, I don't know. That, that how frustrating of, though. I didn't think very hard about that. Yeah. Well, that was when they went to mom f- the first time and yeah. they sent Bailey and her at separate times. And my understanding of them going at separate times was because they couldn't all get on the train together. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. So did you, what did you rate the book? I gave it four stars. I did too. I I really appreciated reading it. And I learned, I felt like she's this whole new person. Can I just say that at 18 minutes left in the book, I was like, is it this book is this about can't to end? Be over. We can't be at the end. She's no. like fifteen and pregnant. Yes, or just had the baby. I think she th- just got. I think she was pregnant. And I'm okay. like, what do you mean? But let's go back to that one. <laughs> Little girl thinks she's a lesbian. So many confusing. Hey, like I'm thinking for the time. Did they talk about lesbians? Did they? They didn't really. So for her to have that thought. But she didn't know. She said that she had been around a few because of that that group of people that they hung around with her mom. Okay. Right? Because her in mom California. had like a strange. And California was probably a little freer and open about that kind of stuff. So her experience there. So she there- had heard the word. They were misfits. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? They were social misfits. Mm. But that they hung around with her. Yeah. With her mom. With her mom. But she thought, uh, she didn't know what a lesbian actually was, right? Okay. She thought a lesbian was actually, like, had both body parts. That's right. She didn't know what it really meant. Yeah. So that's why she thought that she was one, because she thought she was had was growing extra body parts. Not another body part. Oh, the inner thoughts of adolescence and puberty. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. The confusing, like, I remember being like... Is this normal? But I wouldn't have asked anybody. I didn't ask anybody. I'm sure I wouldn't have. I got books at the library. <laughs> there you go. Of course I did. You're so smart. And I didn't check them out because I didn't want anyone to know. I just went to the library and looked things up and read and, and answered my questions and put it right back. Yeah. On the totally. shelf. Totally. So she fi- I mean, it took her a long time to get the courage to tell her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Because she thought there was something major. She did, and mom handled it so well. I did too. I thought so too. That was so amazing. Like, oh, let's talk, honey. I was like, now I want to go read about it. And because I'm like, obviously know my body, but I want to see what the dictionary says about it. Yeah, back then, especially. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So, but back to her getting pregnant, she's got to decide if she's a lesbian or not. And the only way to know is to have sex, to do it. They mm-hmm. just call it to do it, it. Mm-hmm. and she goes and has sex with just the boy up the hill, to the, someone she can seduce. <laughs> Her fifteen-year-old self, who is like seducing, oh, you sad. like this the, is the saddest thing it was in so the world. Sad. 
And and it was like, what is this? When she talks about, I thought there would be more something and something, but it was really just a lot of (laughs) groping (laughs) that it was over. And they didn't talk at all. And then she just leaves. And then to find out three weeks later, she's pregnant. When when she says Bailey, her brother, I loved their relationship. Mm-hmm. I actually I just really, really loved her and Bailey's relationship. Yeah. What a treasure to have with your brother. Um, and when she tells Bailey, who is on a ship mm-hmm. out at sea, what's happened to her, and he advises her not to tell their mother, I was like, no, yeah. like, no. But then it ends up being the right thing. Right. Which I thought was really interesting. They were yeah. both like, yeah, you're right. I can't tell her. I can't tell I'm her. like, you're 16 years old. You need to tell her. You need help. And then yet she then tells her stepdad, mom's gone to Alaska? Which yeah. Is so random. Totally random. But I did love the end when the baby is in the bed with her. And That then, was their solution, yeah. right? She's like, no, you're going to sleep you're gonna with this sleep. baby. And then wakes her up and is like, see, without even knowing you knew what to do. Yeah. That was beautiful. That really was. Like, and you can it's do so this. reassuring. You have to do this. Like, you we can are do it. Made yes. To care. We, yes, absolutely. For other, other people. Alive things, I think. Yeah. So let's go to the, ti- the title I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. What do you, what did you pull out of that book for that meaning? Mm. I think a lot of her childhood. She was out of her control, right? Uh-huh. Like she was constantly just thrown here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that when she finally gave voice to like the things she was feeling, that mm-hmm. it always seemed to be positive. Yeah. When she finally would speak up in different, in all the different situations, mm-hmm. it worked out positively for her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. What did you take from it? I kind of thought. Yes, she was not in her control, so she was caged. Yeah. She didn't have a choice in this. As a child, yeah. you pretty much kind of are caged because you're yep. in the control of what your parents can offer you. But I kept thinking about all the times in the book where grandma is singing, the church is singing, oh, and that that is lovely. joy. Like, they found joy amongst her mother things that were not joyful. I love that. They made the best out of what they had. Yeah. And always came back to family and singing and moving forward. That's lovely. That it didn't hold them back. They kept trying. And although devastating that they tried and tried and tried, no one ever saw them differently for something they had no control over. They were born with this color of skin and that was completely out of their control. Totally. And- as hard as they tried to walk properly, to use calm voices when they were in the white area, to wear the best outfits or to make sure it was ironed and pleated and all the perfectness was not perfect enough. It's it When you say this, the one moment that I feel like sig- significant or significant that illustrates that the mm-hmm. most is her graduation. Oh, yeah. Like the the moment of celebration, they have done all that the that same white- things that anyone else has done. And then they choose to invite a white man to speak, which I didn't I understand. I don't know that he was invited. I think he invited himself and came. Ugh. And they didn't really have a choice over it. Because they did talk about the person that nobody wanted there. And maybe, I don't Ugh. think he was invited. I think it was like a political thing that he's like, I'm going to come and I'm going to talk. 
Ew. Yeah. That makes it even worse. Ugh. And he doesn't say anything except for the all the good things that are happening for the white school. Right. Why would you right. like know your audience? And, and all these great things that for the men. The athletes and the smart men. Nothing for women. Yeah. And her sitting there feeling even more unseen than she already Seriously, felt. Seriously. It was the worst. Yeah. I was like, that guy, like these people, I know that they probably in their whole lives don't even realize, you know, even as they got older and times changed and all these things changed in the way we view that. I'm sure that for them, it didn't yeah. change. Yeah. Which is so sad. Right. But I did love when they, when the, um, the kid who was speaking turned around and then they all sang um, the, what they called like the black anthem or like their version of the, Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. That was very powerful. Like, totally we've got to take was. back this time. Totally. So many, so many nuggets in there. I know. There's just lots of little stories. She's had an incredible life. Um, it's certainly, she's certainly seen more than I could even imagine mm-hmm. and experienced more. And I think that just lends to her powerful words. And look how far. Yep. And how much she had to fight against unfairness to get there. Beautiful. I loved I agree. it. I thought it was great. Awesome. What Let did us you guys know think? What you thought. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, share with your friends. We'd love that. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. club. Thank you.